0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Gold Call. I'm your host, Nathaniel Marlowe, and my bracket was going really great until the rest of the Washington-Columbus series happened. I had Columbus coming out on top as the underdog in the situation, and after Game 2, Washington just completely dominated the rest of the series. Um, I was right for... Every single portion of my bracket I got right in the first round. And then Washington Columbus happened, and I'm now I'm just going, Well, now my bracket's a bust. <laughs> but uh, that's just great karma because of Brett Connolly. I'm convinced that it was his good deeds of giving that girl the puck behind the glass. Uh I'm convinced it was him doing that, and then after she didn't get the puck and you know making it her way across uh international television and the capitals uh allowing her and her family access like to the game to see give a tour around the arena like sweets and being up front for the game again i'm convinced that they were so dominant after game two because of that great karma all thanks to uh brett Connolly. so he's my number one star of that series i thought every game that series was going to be one on the road i thought it was going to take uh seven definitely at least six i had a feeling. But I was almost certain it was going to reach 7 because every game was one on the road. I thought both teams were going to keep that train going. I thought Columbus was going to win Game 5 because it was Washington's home ice. And they seemed to take control of that building. And same thing with Washington when they were in Columbus. They took control of that building. And so I thought Game 7, if there was going to be a Game 7, Columbus was going to win it. But no, Nick Backstrom had an excellent overtime goal in Game Five, securing the win for the Washington Capitals, I I even thought in that situ- once that situation happened, I thought Columbus was going to turn things around in their own building, and then I thought they were going to win Game Six and then take Game Seven. I I had them as the whole time. I had them as winning the first round over the Washington Capitals, but I was uh, if there's any point in this series so far where I've been dead wrong, it's been the Washington Columbus series. And Washington, one on the road once again, just completely dominated the Blue Jackets the whole time. So let's break down the final, uh, the final game of that series, Game Six, uh, Washington on Columbus's home ice. They that first period, when Dmitry Orlov scored the first goal for the Washington Capitals, uh, they were moving a, the Capitals were moving the puck around almost as if they were on. The power play. It's not even so much like them moving the puck around as if they were on the power play. It was Columbus skating around as if they were on the penalty kill, even though it was even strength when that goal was scored. The puck was in Columbus's defensive zone for way too long. They didn't seem like they were in uh, much of a hurry to attack the puck carrier. And Dmitry Orlov, like, once he got a hold of that puck, like, he just took control of it, winds it up for the shot. And then 12 minutes and 12 seconds into the first period, first goal occurred. And it was just all because Columbus let Washington have the puck too long in their uh in their defensive zone, allowing Orlov to take the shot and score. Now a lot of people are blaming Bobrovsky for this series and saying, "Oh, he's not he's not a great playoff goaltender. He's a horrible playoff goaltender and that's where players are made in the playoffs." Well, yes, Sergei Bobrovsky is not a great playoff goaltender by any means it's like he's great in the regular season and then the playoffs his brain just shuts off but then again the Columbus Blue Jackets in general with the exception of games one and two and you know what? not even games one and two they were not playing great hockey at all they got a few lucky bounces and ended up putting the puck in the back of the net but Washington like they turned things around and they had great games in games one and two they just resulted in uh, losing games for them and they were just so dominant the rest of the way there even when they were making mistakes, they said, Let's get back to work and just keep putting the puck past Bob. And when Nick Felino got Columbus's first goal, Alice Ovechkin like rallied his team together. He forces uh, he forced his team to work the Columbus Blue Jackets, creating second and third chance opportunities. Ovechkin's first goal of the night, he just uh rebounds it. It was a uh, Brooks Orpic who takes a slap shot. Bobrovsky like gets it on the pad, it goes in the wrong direction, right onto Ovi's stick, and Ovi puts it in the back of the net. Second goal of the night, eighteen minutes twenty three seconds into the first period, the classic Ovi slap shot. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets were double teaming the wrong players, like they had two guys covering uh, like some of the Washington forwards, but not Ovechkin for whatever reason, and that sloppy defense allowed. Evgeny Kuznetsov and John Carlson to cycle the puck over to Ovechkin for the one-timer and it ends up in the back of the net. The third period, Columbus had a great start thanks to a a lucky no-call. Matt Calvert trips up one of the Washington Capitals players but the refs say no-call, play on. That allows Calvert to pass the puck over to Pierre-Luc Dubois. He scores. Columbus only trailing by one at 2 minutes 25 seconds into the third period. But a bad bounce creates a breakaway for Devontae Smith-Pelly of the Washington Capitals. He makes it 4-2, coming in from the short side and somehow getting it on the far side of uh, Sergei Bobrovsky. 3 minutes and 56 seconds into the third period. It's a 4-2 game. And same thing with the Chandler-Stevenson goal. He just gets a little bit too far out. Breakaway chance. Columbus defenseman can't catch up to him. And Stevenson just dekes the puck around. Great hands by Stevenson puts it behind Sergei Bobrovsky, 5-2. Nick Folino, great uh, great goal for the Columbus Blue Jackets, but it's just too little, too late. As they pull the uh as they pull Sergei Bobrovsky out of the net, and Laura Zeller from all the way down the ice puts it into the empty net and then Washington seals the series. 4 wins over Columbus's 2 wins. Final game 6-3 victory for the Washington Capitals my final thoughts on the series are this this was the Columbus Blue Jackets time to make their name in the playoffs as of right now they are the only NHL team that has not secured a playoff win and they had the tools they needed the Washington Capitals didn't have as much offensive depth as they did last year so that's why Columbus was my favorite to win the series and they had everything they needed. They had Artemi Panarin. They had a great goaltender, but it just didn't match up in the playoffs. And Washington, they had that playoff experience and they at least know how to win in the first round. And that experience paid off, especially in the latter portion of the series. And they take home the, uh, the series win. They're moving on to round two against the Pittsburgh Penguins for the third year in a row. Moving on to Nashville, Colorado. Uh, not much to say about the end of that series. I mean, Nashville just completely smoked Colorado in the last game, but Colorado put up a valiant valiant effort throughout that series. It was just uh but it all just went completely downhill that final game. Uh congratulations on the goal scorers, Matthias Eckholm, Philip Forsberg, Nick Benino, Austin Watson, and Victor Arvidson for sealing the deal in that game for a lot of those games Colorado started off strong and they seemed to catch Nashville off guard with that for most of those games but Nashville like they all collected together as a group and came back to turn things around in most of those games and they uh by the end of that series like they knew what they were doing they knew how to beat them they knew how to get the puck behind that and even when they messed up and they lost uh two of those games one of which being on Nashville's home ice they they weren't panicking over it they uh they just rallied together and said look we're not going to get embarrassed by the wild card team on our home ice we can't do that we are the nashville predators and so they came back and sealed the deal in that series now i would go into the uh the pittsburgh penguins and philadelphia flyer series but th- i will save that for the next episode because i have a ton of things to say about that series since i uh since i was there for two of those games and that's a little bit more personal for me growing up in a, uh, an hour outside Philadelphia. So that I will save for uh, the next episode of the goal call. So let's uh, finish things off with perhaps the most interesting series we've had in round one. And that is the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Boston Bruins. Um, I had the Bruins as winning it. But when it came down to game seven, uh, even just like five minutes in, I said, like, I still had a feeling that Boston would win. and But I said, deep down, I said, Toronto can seriously pull this off. They can seriously pull off this uh, this uh, playoff series deficit here and win. For Games 5 and 6, I, I was anticipating Boston to make a comeback uh, when they were down. I was not anticipating Toronto holding them off in those games. I knew they were going to put up a great fight, but I didn't think uh, Boston would seem so rattled by that. And they seemed rattled until that third period uh, in Game 7. Like Boston had a strong first period. Both teams had a strong first period, but Boston ended up coming on top of that first period of uh, Game 7 with the goal scorers being uh, Jake DeBrusque, Don Heinen, and Patrice Bergeron. And both goals for the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first period went to Patrick Marlowe. But that second period, that was just all Toronto. Uh, both goals for Toronto. Uh, first one going to uh, Travis Dermott and second one going to uh, Kasperi Kapanen. But that third period, Boston just rallied together. And it was just all Boston that third period. Tory Krug, Jake DeBrusk, David Posternock, and Brad Marchand helped seal the deal for the Boston Bruins moving on to round two. And what a sick goal by Jake DeBrusk! DeBrusque just gets a little bit too far forward outworking the Toronto defense and puts it through the five hole of Frederick Anderson. And then he just grabs the, the Bruins logo at the front of his jersey. Just reminding everyone that he's a part of this hockey club. This is his pride. And the name on the front is more important than the name on the back. Absolutely sick goal by Jake DeBrusque. And then David Pasternak, one of the, another star of this series. Marshan and Bergeron behind the net. Bergeron gets it over to Pasternak in the slot. And puts another one behind Frederick Anderson. Fifth goal of the series for David Pasternak. And then Brad Marshan. 19 minutes and 9 seconds into the third period. Empty net goal for the for the Boston Bruins. The game ends in a 7-4 victory for the Bruins. It took 7 games, but the Boston Bruins came out on top. And so for my bracket, 7 of the teams that I had predicted to win ended up did winning, and only one of them lost. So my bracket is officially bust, but uh, all things concerning, I think I did Pretty well, but uh, still, my bracket is bust. Now, here comes my round two predictions. Now, things already seem shaky for my bracket for round two here. uh, Because I had Nashville winning this series over Winnipeg. uh, And Nashville's already down 1-0 in this series. But, I mean, I had Columbus winning and they were up 2-0. And then Washington came back around one. So, we'll see. Uh, Something tells me Nashville is still going to end up on top here. Uh, Pittsburgh Washington we, we all know this story by now uh, I definitely think Pittsburgh is going to come out on top in fact Pittsburgh is my favorite to win the cup once again but we will see if the Washington Capitals can rewrite history here and win their first uh, round two victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins here they have not defeated the Penguins in a playoff series since the 1994 Stanley Cup playoffs. San Jose-Vegas series is tied uh, 1-1 right now, and I think uh, San Jose is going to be the winner of that series. Uh, I did not have the Golden Knights just absolutely dominating them that game one, but uh, it's already turned out to be an interesting series, I'll say that much. (laughs) And finally, Boston-Tampa Bay, and my favorite to win that series is going to be Boston. So I have Boston-Pittsburgh moving on to round three facing each other, and San jose and Nashville facing off against each other around number three for the Western Conference. And that'll do it for another episode of the Goal Call. Uh, stay tuned for my Pittsburgh Penguins and Philadelphia Flyers in depth analysis coming out soon. My Instagram name is Nat Marlowe, hockey voice, all one word. My Twitter handle is 12 nmarlow so be on the lookout for more hockey updates on Twitter. What I'm doing, what I'm putting out. I do have a Facebook page out if you don't use uh, Twitter or uh, Instagram. So I do have a, Fis- a Facebook page for the goal call. Just type that in into the Facebook search bar. Uh, look under pages and it'll be the, uh, the podcast page with the, uh, the logo for my show. And we'll see you on the next episode, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>